no. What up, y'all? What up, y'all? I sound real. What up, y'all? It's a, hold on. Hold on. Let me get my shit together. What up, world? Back again. It is the Country Rap Report. Yours truly, Big XL. What up, Richard Dudes, Frank? And um, y'all know what we do right here. What we do is we give y'all our reviews, our opinions, our expertise, our critiques of some of the country's hottest country rap videos. Now, every video we review might not be a country rap video or artist you consider a country rapper, but it's someone that we feel like the country rap genre or the fans of the genre would appreciate. Okay, so don't get upset. Don't get in your feelings. Don't feel like we don't know what the hell we're talking about because we do. Okay, right now. Y'all want to keep up with everything we got going on, everything Country Rap Report related, all you got to do is go to countryrapreport.com. Everything is there from our Spotify playlist to WCRR to videos to feedback. Everything is there, okay? Um, Make sure y'all hit like, subscribe to the channel, hit that notification button that way you'll know we go live. And we actually premiere every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So come on in. And chat with your boys and girls. Okay. Shouts out to my man Coca, who's always on the check-in. And um Bulldog still on top. You, by the time this airs, Bulldog might be national. Now I won't be national champion, but I don't know. I don't know. I ain't I don't know because we might let I me mean, you know what matter of fact, I might be might need to shut up because they got do they play Alabama in the uh, conference we game? Might, we might end up playing them in the SEC championship. Oh, okay. And um, one of our Georgia just lost one of their linebackers to the R word. What's the R word? Can't say that word. The R word. R. Retirement? <laughs> Roids? R A. R A. K E. Right. Replace the K with a P. What? For real? Georgia, uh, second leading tackler, um, has allegedly got in trouble for. Um, forcing himself on a woman. A woman said, since I'm talking about it, a woman said she was at a house between the hours of 12 a.m. and 7 a.m. They were drinking and smoking and she woke up and he was inside of her. Oh, damn. Allegedly. But he just turned, he turned himself in to the police um, the week of the, the week of us recording. And, um, you know, I, I'm not sure, but right now he's listed as inactive. Yeah. That's not a that's not a good look. Second leading score on the team. Now, she was at his house between no 2 a.m. and 7 a.m. And you know what my grandmama told me? She was in his house doing she was booty time? It was at a house. At a house. Between 2 a.m. and 7 a.m. And it was people were drinking, smoking. Well, they didn't say smoking, but you know how the college life go. Mm-hmm. And she woke up and he was inside her. Well, it still could be that if she didn't give consent. You can't give consent if you were knocked out. So, yeah, um, it's not a good look, fam. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not, it's not a good look at all. Nope. So, again, man, all my fellas out there and ladies included, man, the Me Too movement is real. People are fighting back legally. So, a lot of that shit y'all used to get away with because you was rappers, stars. Hey, man, this wasn't the hometown age, obviously. She won the hometown H. So, you know, I don't know. Shout out to Savannah Dexter. All right, man, let's get into it. Okay. Let's start everything off. 
with a person who's quickly, quickly, quickly climbing the Vic XL pedestal to greatness. The real young swag. Are you on the right videos with me today? Yes, I am. Because it's two different lists. I am. All right, we're going to start off with the real young swag. That's good because I hadn't watched the other list. <laughs> okay. All right. The name <laughs> of this joint is Paranoid. Okay. Right? Okay. Now, let me say something that I'm that I'm really, really liking about independent artists who are really, really creative and using what they got. This video appeared like it was shot in a, in a, in a damn shed or, or a house in the back of a house. Right. But they turned it, they, they made the room look like a surgical torture room. And I thought that was very, very creative. They um had the, you know, in like the mob movies when they have the plastic all over the walls because they yep. do something to you and it's going to be a lot of bloodshed. And right. he had the, he actually had the actual surgical tray with the instruments. And um basically it was my man, the real young swag, rapping about being paranoid, thinking his life appearing to be real, but not being real. His mind playing tricks on a la ghetto boys. Right. And it shows the actual doctor actually doing an incision on him or what appears to be an incision to his head. Next thing you know, we're seeing with a tourniquet with blood coming. Man, I thought this video was very, very creative as well as the lyrics when it pertained to the song. And Real Young Swag did what he, what he does best and what I like most. He actually gave us that same song he birthed. Yes. That's what I like the most about this dude. Now, the really, really cool part about it, what I thought was dope in the filming, you never ever seen the doctor's face. Mm-hmm. You never seen his face. And at the end, after he's done what he's done and the real young swag escapes from the room, they zoom in on the doctor, and the doctor was the real young swag, which right. knocks home the whole feeling of being paranoid because he was doing this to himself. So I thought it was a dope, dope concept. It don't seem like they had a lot to work with, but they made it work. The videos were directed by SB Films. And um like I said, man, the real young swag is his way up when it comes to lyrics and production value when it comes to concepts and videos. And I got to reiterate what you said in the last episode. He was laying down in his video too. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's his favorite angle, I guess. Um, okay. This was a nice beat with the guitar play. And like I said in the last video that we talked about him, his ad libs singing were very, very well done. Like he he can sing, sing. And I don't know why your producers are not pulling you in to do that more versus the rap. Not saying that you can't rap, but you can freaking sing. So get get behind the mic and do some more harmonizing because it is very uh, much needed in the genre, but you have the talent to succeed at it. Um, I didn't get the paranoid thing though. Like I got the the vocals and I got the lyrics, but the video didn't show paranoia. You know, it 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 showed that you crazy, bro. Like <laughs> it didn't sh- it didn't show like like him looking around and seeing stuff and something might be there, but it ain't. Or he making stuff out to be something when it isn't. Like like it just showed him being psychotic. Like not not only <laughs> not only did you uh, not only did you get a lobotomy while you were in the video, but it ended up being you giving yourself a lobotomy. Like, I don't, I don't, I didn't understand it. I didn't understand. I didn't, and I'm not tripping on the videographer's work or the concept. I just didn't get the paranoia part. And, uh, and I think you probably could have played the paranoia with other angles or other themes other than what we got in this still a little good presentation now, not tripping on that, but 
I didn't get the paranoia part. Like I, I really wanted you seeing uh, other stuff other than what we got. Like this was very, it was about to get dark. Um, and then it got so confusing when it ended up you being you and you were doing everything to yourself like that. I, I didn't, I didn't get that. But I guess when people are paranoid, sometimes it be themselves and it be, their mind be playing tricks on them. Like you just said with the wordplay. Uh, but I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not mad at what I got. I'm just confused at the concept of the video. Paranoid. He's, he's something there that's not. Yeah, but he... It wasn't even Halloween. I know, but which one of them was real? Was he the doctor or was he the person on the table? Which or, one? Neither. Or neither. Like, I don't, I don't, I didn't understand the paranoia. I didn't get that at all. Like, so, like your mind's playing tricks on you. I, I can get that part. I can get uh, somebody sleeping and then this is part of their nightmare or some sort of dream sequence. I can get that, but I didn't get the paranoia part. Get- well, I ain't gonna lie. I just thought it was creative. They actually had the plastic around this room. Oh, no, it was cool. It was the a cool concept. People, some of the things that people do to create these videos in such small congested area, I think is really, really dope. Yes. I yeah. think it's really, really dope because I feel like that he either owns that house or knows who owned that house. I think those are the same woods he shot the video when he's on the bus. <laughs> These people are just making good use of what they have around them. I think that's one of the most creative parts about country rap. No. Okay, I, I, I agree with that. I know I was trying to do a doctor's or hospital scene for a video at one time and we were just going to rent out studio space because they had already had all the props and stuff in there, but you know, he did it low budgetly, and it worked. So I can't be mad at it. At, at what he what he presented. Yeah, no doubt. All right, next up, next up, and this guy, this guy is a beast on the mic too, man. Next up, Mister Country Cody, and the name of this joint is Bourbon. Can, can I go first on this? Yes, sir. Um, Country Cody, um, your voice don't match your face, man. Because uh, I was not expecting what you to sound like when I looked up and saw you. Like you got you your vocal tone, you sound like Drake with a with a with a dirty South swag to it, if you want to call it that. But he's dirt. That boy got flow. He can flow flow. He's got a real nice, real easy, uh, laid back. Like I'm just gonna spit type. It's it's almost conversational. Um, but the track it, lyrically, it, it he was on point. This is nothing to do with him and his ability because he's definitely got the talent. But the track, whoever did the production, I don't know who did it. Don't know who the video, uh, who 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 directed the video either. But the track was missing a snare. There was a clap in there, and it was too subtle. Had he had a snare, the way that he snaps, it would have it would have hit harder, and it would have been more of a. Let me put you in the in the flow of uh, UGK. Uh, eight ball MJG, you know how they, they just got that snap with uh, uh, three six mafia. They got a certain type of flair that when they rap, they put emphasis on certain words, and you were doing the emphasis, but there was nothing to back you up because there was no snare in this in this beat. Now, had a snare been in there, and I was hitting the table when the snare was supposed to hit, when when I heard the clap, it would have been more effective, and you, your flow would have been definitely highlighted. But I I I like the video. The video was comical. Um, hopefully that's not his real place to work. And if it is, then good for you because your coworkers and your boss all participated and made it a fun time for that day to shoot the video. But it was, it was, it was a good presentation. I liked it. Um, I re- I really liked the presentation. It was directed by More Uprise. Um, I think More Uprise is the gentleman with the dreads in the video. Uh, okay. 
I really did enjoy the office scene and working in an office environment will make you want to have bourbon breaks. <laughs> so um, it made a lot of sense because you're dealing with a lot of personalities and all the personalities were actually in the office. You had the sports enthusiasts who were, you know, basically gambling on the side, playing right. hockey. Um, you had the girl who's the flirt. You know, you had all the elements of what goes on in the office. And I really, really appreciated that. Um, there was one thing I didn't understand, which was there was a forklift scene. I'm like, Okay, um, but maybe they're the office to a distribution company. I don't know, but okay. that just threw me off because we've seen Country Cody riding on the forklift. But I definitely agree with you about his flow, and his face does not look like that flow. Right, right. He catches a lot of people off guard. And Country Cody, to me, his sound, his flow says to me that he has the potential to be a very, very big artist. When I look at his, um, when I look at like his following on Instagram, I'd be like, man, sometimes I'd be thinking people are tripping. Like, this man has less than 3,000 followers. Right. And this man is definitely, definitely a, a lyricist. When I hear Country Cody, I feel like this is a guy who has studied and rapped his entire life, be it hip-hop or country rap. I can guarantee you there's probably some stuff out there on Country Cody that's not country rap. But he's definitely a student of the game. Beast. Beast to me with the wordplay. Sleeping giant, I'll give him that. Yeah, because okay. yeah, no one's going to see him coming. Sleeping giant, you're right. No one will see Country Cody coming. Right, but when they notice him, yeah, get to stay. Yeah, for sure. All right. Next up, we got a guy that um we've talked about before in a video with Jesse New Breed and Jesse Howard. We got mm-hmm. your boy Dirty. You know, that's not how you've been saying it. You got to say it how you've been saying it. I don't remember. Your boy dirty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Your boy dirty. <laughs> the name of this joint is Sorry for Being Me. I don't know if your boy dirty raps because the other video we reviewed on him, but I want to say in the song with Newt, Maybe he didn't even rap in New Breed in, with New Breed and Jesse Howard. Maybe we just kind of lumped him in because I think he actually sung on that song. I like your boy Dirty. The thing that makes I don't really like his videos and the production value of the video or the songs. They all unless they're meant to sound gritty and dirty like that. Raw. Yeah, they every his videos look raw. His his recordings sound raw. Yes. If that's what he's going for, I'm cool with it. But if it's not, then everything other than the talent needs work. I think he's very talented. I think his style is one of the most unique styles. And that's one of the reasons I keep putting putting him in on country rap videos. Because I think he's a product of country rap. He just sings. Like, to me, your boy Dirty would be in the same lane of a Nate Dog. That guy who's cool with all the rappers but sings. Could be. With the right production, yes. Now, this song, I'm sure will resonate and hit home with a lot of people because it's about addiction. All the way down to him talking about going out with a girl and she actually witnessed his addiction on the first date. God damn. Like, you really, you know, sometimes a lot of people who who battle with addiction, they can hide it and eventually it comes out. No, did Mm -hmm. he? First date. I'm here. (laughs) So, but the fact that He's talking about it. He he's dealing with it. It made me really, really like the song. It made me listen. Um, 
the video was kind of weird because I couldn't tell if he shot this shit under a bridge or under a couch. Because, <laughs> because it looked like he was under a bridge. Did I seen candles? I, I was confused. Like I said, it's, it's I think he's a talented guy. I just think when it comes to the production value and the video value, he needs a lot of work unless that's what he's going for. Maybe we should bring him on the show and ask him, is this what he's going for? And it doesn't seem like he's very heavy when it comes to social media and marketing. So I think he's a talented artist. I think he just needs to put a proper team around him to take his career to the next level. And and that's to me is the puzzling part because he's got a following. Like so so does Newbridge and Jesse Howard. Both of them, both of these acts, and this is giving me a headache just thinking about it. Okay, I did not finish this video. Um the production value was so low on this and so bad that I could not finish listening to the song, meaning that and I couldn't give you a full review on everything that was presented in whatever amount of time it was. I cut it off at 206. Up to that point, his vocals were his main vocals were dubbed. Now, dubbing is the laziest form of production in music production. Dubbing is in when I take my main vocals. I copy and paste and overlay them, and then that is it. That is my, that is, I didn't do much extra on the ad libs. I didn't add any other emphasis. There's just, that was it. And on his main vocals, not only were they dubbed, but they were too damn loud dubbed. On top of that, the bass, when this song comes on, five seconds in, you can hear the bass. You can feel the bass in headphones. But I don't, and I don't know if it was basses in a bass guitar or bass that somebody was playing it on the keys, but the bass was so loud. It was so loud, it was distorting. And there was no way a producer was looking at the EQ and said, oh, you know what, we good. You know, the, we, we ain't peaking because I was peaking when I heard it. And when I'm, and I got to turn it down just so it can be at the normal level, then I know that this was too loud whenever you guys are playing it in the studio for whatever playback that you need. The, pre- the track desperately, and when I have said this about all of New Breed and Jesse Howard's music, y'all need to find a mixing master in person. Who, somebody that knows what they're doing and stick with them. And your music will elevate to a completely different level. Until you do, this is going to sound raw. This is going to sound very amateurish. But New Breed can sing. I mean, New Breed can rap. Uh, your boy Dirty can rap and sing. And Jesse Howard can sing. Find the right producers and mixed people or post-production folks. Then the, that just singing and just rapping and just being okay, it will be elevated. You guys will be some of the tops in the genre because you are outworking all of them. And like, you, there's another gentleman that, that's with them too. Old Dirt Road. Old, old Dirt Road. Yeah, yeah. All, all of them, their they're productions. All you got to do, find you a good producer. I challenge all of y'all, like find a good producer that works for all of y'all, not the ones you've been using because they ain't pulling out the best in you. I'm sorry. Uh, and find you a good person that does your mixing and mastering, not anybody that you've been using because they have failed you up to this point. And, and I'm, we have reviewed a lot of your music this year, but you guys are running laps around most of them, like looping them, like guys, Elevate yourself. Um, don't don't settle. Don't please don't do this. Not to not just to the the genre, but to yourselves because you deserve better. Because you guys are putting in all this hard work, and it's just looking like it's just y'all are okay with the content that you're doing because it's enough to throw out there and get some coins. You will get a whole lot more coins if the production value was elevated. 
I guarantee that. Do you think the fans care? I don't think their fans care because their fans buy into it and they're used to this sound. But if even at this level and the fans that they do have, if this is elevated, they will get more fans. And the fans that they have will love them because, oh, man, I ain't got to turn my shit down just to listen to you now. <laughs> oh, man, this is this sounds so much better. This this actually sounds like harmony. You know, I can sing along and I can hit the different chords with you. All of that stuff. It's just an audible thing. But when it's just raw and, and I don't know, again, we don't know why they're doing it because they continuously doing it. Uh, and we haven't talked to them, anybody over there to tell us why they're doing it. But why do raw when you can have a why eat something raw when you can cook it, put it in the kitchen, somebody can do everything that they need to do with it and put the finished product out and then it'd be a masterpiece. Like I would, I would much rather have a masterpiece of work than something that's going to make me look like I just started rapping yesterday. Okay, I agree. Because I think they have a talented camp. It's just every time we review anything about them, it's almost like the reviews are the same. Yes. yes. Same as, whether it's your boy Dirty, whether it's Old Dirt Road, Jesse Howell, or New Breed, but the fan base is there. Now, I think your boy Dirty has a lot of catching up to do because even on social media, he's under a thousand followers. Mm-hmm. And this guy has a bunch of music on YouTube, so I'm not sure, you know, what the case may be, but he, the talent is definitely there, and um, he has a very marketable name, too. Yes. Your all of them do. Dirty. You need to say it like that when he come out. <laughs> all, all of them got it, but it's just just curious, man. Like, why? The level of talent over there, you got the talent. And and we have never said anything about the talent. It has always been about the production value, level of the video, post-production stuff. It's always been some technical stuff. But the talent is there, for sure. All right. Last video of the episode. And um, it's an artist that I stumbled across. And um, I want to mention this. This is kind of a shameless plug. I want to mention this so uh, my attorney, Mr. Carl Washington Jr., who manages a country artist by the name of Tony Evans Jr. Oh, he's ever, a fabulous artist. Yes. If y'all ever get a chance. Fabulous. Check him out if you like country music. Tony Evans Jr. That, that so, boy's voice, his voice is like butter, bro. It is, I don't know what they're doing with him, but I, I just follow him on social media just so I can get whatever pieces from him from there because, you know, that, that, he's not putting out enough music, not enough content. So um, in his journey... Um, and they just dropped his first EP. In the journey, now that they're going towards radio, they're being met with a lot of stumbling blocks that they're not being told it's because he's an African-American, but the team feels that way. Oh, that's a conversation for a whole nother podcast, right? So, but this, I'm just leading to this business venture. venture. Okay. So we're um, talking so, about the, they found out that uh, dark country is not acceptable? I mean, no one is saying, um, just, okay. I don't even know. Okay. So they went and bought ads at a radio station. Okay. At a country radio station. Yes. It's going to be 750 a month for ads. That was a mistake. Okay. Keep going. Okay. So in that, you know, you know, you know, the lingo, you know, show me a little low. You got myself (laughs) in, show me a little low. You know how it go. Right. Show me a little love. I didn't really want to run this commercial, but I'm going to run this commercial for this 750, but show me a little love. Right. They showed zero love. Right. So that really was 750. I mean, I guess the advertising was good, but 
You feel what I'm saying? Right. So that led my attorney, Miss Carl Washington, to say, you know what? I want to, I want my artists to be heard on radio. And until that time, I need to figure out something. Okay, let, let's 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 have a conversation about that. Dark country is the same audience as country rap. But if you are going to target country country, you, they're treating dark country the same way that core rap treats white rappers. You can can't we hashtag dark country. You we can go ahead and take it. Well, I think that shows us. Never mind. We don't. You, they don't want to. That's not the, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, they, they don't want to. This is a Kevin Rudolph. You got a white rapper, uh, and a label that oh, is. Oh, Kevin Rudolph is white. White rapper slinger. Yes, he was white. <laughs> I never knew that. Go ahead. You, you, that. you got this white rapper slash singer that's over here, and. This label, which is really based in rap, is going to push this music to their fan base, which is core Black people. Core Black people has never accepted white rappers, like never, until 2021. We're still in 2021, and they're still fighting for it. Um, so, But you you got to target the market that he would be built for, which would be white people that like rap. This is the core demographic for what country rap is. But the people that like dark country over here in country rap because they are already in this space because they listen to country and rap mesh together. Okay. So they got to be able to do that. I'm saying all of that to say you're right. So as this journey progresses, right? Carl sought out someone that could help him. He wants to say, you know what? I'm going to launch a station. And not only am I going to launch a station, I'm going to make this come to fruition to where maybe one day this is going to be, because we got to talking about Young Co. Young Co, the, the station I was saying about that. that Polo uh, yeah, they never hit me back, bro. I've reached out, but they didn't hit me back. Okay. So we were talking about Young Co. We were talking about basically the concept of dark country. Right. And he was like, you know what? Let's start a station. He seen WCRR and he was like, let's start a station. And can't, we can't start no station. We saying us. No, no, no. Okay. This is already in the progress. It's already going. He we can't do no fees, bro. Huh? Th- them fees is not light. We're talking about seven, eight figure fees. No, no, no. He wanted to start an internet station. Okay, well, you can do that. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Right. Kind of right. like WCR. So gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Onyx Country Radio is born. Awesome. If you get a request from Onyx Country Radio. Uh, I got one today, and I thought it was kind of random, but I, I hit them back and followed them back. Yeah, that, so, yeah. That, that is I. Okay. <laughs> So he's wait, wait, you are honest country radio. I am honest country radio. Oh, you got too much shit already on your plate. How are you throwing that on your plate too? Uh he made me co-owner. (laughs) (laughs) Mama told me though. What? Nothing from nothing, Lee, nothing. (laughs) (laughs) But needless to say, I think Tony Evans Jr. is dope. Right. And I was like, man, what way says Spank be kind of tripping? On my Tony Evans Jr. and my Marshads and my Norman Norths. Yeah, there is no space for them. So, the same way that they're now, there will not be a, a dark country podcast. No. <laughs> okay. I'm not, that's not going on the play. That's not going on the play. But the Honest Country Radio has been born and it highlights people like Norman North, people like Tony Evans Jr., 
people like Rashad, people like Mickey Guyton, people like Charlie Pride, people God, like that's a lot of names. I don't even know the, some of them names you mentioned, it, bro. That boy, bad name. So, needless to say, um, any fans of the Country Rat Report, if you want to, because I want you to listen to WCR first and foremost. But if you ever want to switch gears, Honest Country Radio is there. Awesome. Or we can put a link on the site. We can we can do that. Okay. Or if you ever want to advertise on either station, you can get a two for one. That'll work. You get a two for one. So Southerners Buck Clothing Company, the Flag Company, you get a two for one. You run you run ads on dark country. God damn, I just called it dark country. <laughs> <laughs> on on Honest Country Radio and WCRR. Because I feel like, I feel like it's a marriage. I feel okay. like it's a marriage. Because I agree. What you just said, I didn't think of it that way, but maybe indirectly I did. Because the fans of country rap are the fans of dark country. Yes. But also, in what me and you say off the air about country rap. And mm-hmm. they basically catered to their genre. Yes. They basically said, here are our fans and we're fucking with our fans. Right. We don't you ain't gotta call us hip hop because we're fucking with the people that's fucking with us. Right. At some point in time, dark country is gonna have to do that as well. They need to do it now because there's a lot of talent that is out there. I see a bunch of young talent. A bunch. We I mean on top of the ones that you talk about all the time that that slide in little raps or they got hip hop influence. Yes. But they I like the direction. I mean, I'm not against helping like or doing anything with it. I just, I don't listen to the music. So I'm going to look at it from a purely business and branding standpoint. I don't give a shit about listening to the music. I'm not even going to lie. I'm not going to listen to country. Um, But you did, but I, I, okay. (laughs) Let me, let me, let me redo that. I won't listen to it if it is pure or traditional country. It needs to have an updated, like slightly hip hop beat to it for me to even think about listening to it. You know, if not, then ten seconds in, I'm cutting it off and going on to the next. Well, if you know Norman North, right? Yeah, I do, but that is no disrespect to anybody that is make that's making country music. Uh, it's just not my thing. Uh, I'm heavier on the hip hop than I am the country, which is why I love country rap because they're still based in hip hop fundamentals and about storytelling. Well. And the thing with this is, the genre isn't as big as country rap. Not yet. No, no way. No, I, not. I, I'm not sure if it ever will be because most of the people seeing will somehow either instead of fighting that fight that Tony Evans is being met with, they will probably become Southern Soul or become R&B or become blues. It's just or blues, easy. yeah, yeah. It's but they, they easier. They don't have to. Don't, no, they don't. Don't, but... don't settle. Don't settle. I, tell them not to settle. Tell them to fight because there's a. K. Michelle's getting ready to make a country album, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm looking every day for a director, and she says she really would prefer to be a country artist. Be- because it's heartfelt and storytelling and all that. But I mean, because she came from the roots that she did, a lot of people aren't going to take it serious. But there are, and this is a, I hate to say this, but there are black people that listen to country music. That's who I'm trying to tell. Okay, so I don't want to make it a black-white thing. No, we're talking about dark country. We need to make it a black-white thing. No, no, I mean, I'm not, let's just call it spade a spade. Most of these artists are black. 
doing country music. A lot of people are going to take it the same, and I keep drawing the comparison the same way that white rappers doing rap. They go, they are not going to get a fair share because the the the, the genre that they're in is predominantly the opposite of who is representing it. Country guy, country is mostly white. You know, to in 2021, we, we, we're not going to miss any words. 2021, country is mostly white. So when a black dude is doing it or a black female is doing it, then people look at them like, what are you doing? You know, but there is a fan base for you. The same way that there are rappers out here and, and in rap, rap is 75% to almost 90% black people. And, but there are white people that listen to it. In both cases, the, there are fans that want to see people that look like them representing the music. So country rap, white people rapping, white fan base. Dark country or whatever we're going to call it, <laughs> uh, black people doing country music, there is a seriously core fan base of black people that love country music that want to see people that look like them doing the music. This is where they fit in. And I don't know what that niche is because I haven't done the study on it. But we know over here that country rap generates somewhere between, and I, the numbers have been fluctuating because a lot of people touring hasn't been up to, but I would say around $15 million to $20 million a month. I don't know what co country music for Black people is, but when you throw in Darius Rucker uh, and some of the some of the other well-known Black people, hell, if you throw in Nelly in that, but I don't know if you're going to put Nelly over there with country or you're going to put it with country rap, but if you throw Nelly into that mix any sort of way, now we're talking about some real money being generated on a monthly basis for the both genres, but for for dark country, I don't know. Those numbers are low because we don't know where to find them. Like we are the central location for country rap right now. Yes, for most folks, you know. Um, and I'm not saying that to suit our own horn, but our, our own horn. But we're we're we did it deliberately because we need we needed a space. We when we got into this shit, we had to scrounge the fucking internet just to find you motherfuckers. So now, you know what? Instead of us going to find y'all, we're going to make y'all come to us. And the way we do that is by being consistent with what we do and putting out a quality product. So now when we all dropping videos, y'all are inboxing us. And now we're getting the content as soon as it is hitting the airway. So now we ain't got to search no more. Uh, they, need to, they need that mechanism. But I don't know if that means we got to do dark country podcasts. I don't care if we do. I sincerely don't care if we if we can do that. I, these people need exposure because and, and we can't we can't say that it is a white black thing. We say an audience based thing, and it's about numbers as in cash. Well, right now, um, the genre is small, so I'm having to incorporate Charlie the tagline. Let me tell you the tagline real quick. Okay. And it, and if we still got one review. I know, I know, I know. But that other review is relevant to yes, this, what was the yes, conversation. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so the tagline is: um, At first, we were going with new faces of country of country music. The okay. New face of country music. I don't know about that one now. But um, now it's fresh faces of country music. Um, I don't think you should run away from black. I really don't. Well. I don't want the station to be all black. Um, the station don't have to be, but that segment should be. No, 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 because like I want, I want the fresh new artists. I want the artists that we knew grew up. You know how we speak of country rap, and I say country rap. The actual, the actual country rapper was a guy who mom and dad was listening to country music, and he was listening to Lil Wayne, and when he hit the studio, you heard some of both. 
Right. That, but I there are some artists that say, like, oh, your boy dirty, your boy dirty, <laughs> right? Be on Honest Radio, Honest Country Radio. Lexi Lane should be on Honest. It's like I want to, I want the people of the next generation on Onyx Country Radio. I don't want it to be about black and white. Now, I want it to be a home for black country artists, but I don't want it to be a thing where people are like, man, they're just playing black. No, no. Because I want to be, there are young artists. When me and you started this journey. Okay, let, let me hold on before you, let me hold that thought. Hold it. Why can't it be exclusively for black people? Because there's no outlet for them. If you if no, you no, become no, no. that niche because and you become that outlet, I don't, wanna, I don't, I don't, because bro, I they can, they can, everybody, the opportunity is not for everybody because the black country is not getting played on any other radio. But now they have a home. But yeah, that's my point. They have a home. We gave country, them a home. Right. We, we had to make that home. But listen, we don't just review country rappers. You're right. So I'm not, I don't want But our, our primary focus is still country rappers. Right. We, we bleed in the other folks that like it. I'm I'm saying because even the other people that we bleed in, they will be liked by the same people that like country rap. For your audience, they don't have a home anywhere, but the people that you are going to bleed in, they are already everywhere. We don't need to bring in Miranda Lambert or um, what's the dude that was on the voice? Uh, what's the dude that's on the, on the voice? Uh, 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 Blake. Blake Shelton. You don't need to play Blake Shelton no, on not. this station. But is all right, is country radio gonna play Lexi Lane? Absolutely not. Because she's right. no she's well, she's an unknown artist, unsigned artist. Like no, they're not gonna even she's Are not on anybody's radio. She's not on their radio, no. Right. So again. But will you play Garth Brooks? For what? Okay, no, okay. You got my point. You got my yeah, point. All right, cool. No, I'm you not my point. I'm not no, but like then should I play Kane Brown? I wouldn't. But he's now. Now what you're saying makes no sense because he's no black. because he's he's known. But he's black. No, I, okay. If you're gonna play him just because he's black, fine. Yes, but I wouldn't. I would you do very little. The black I would play very few known artists. It's not just about the black and white on that part. I would play very few known artists because they already have the exposure. Their branding is already out there. People are already know their songs. The everybody that is being played a part of dark country wants to compete in that same space but they can't you're not even going to elbow you can't even elbow yourself in the room because of your skin color and you're doing the same music as them so but you're giving a specific niche a specific place to be able to come to and for that you are guaranteed listenership and viewership because now everyone knows that this is the place for that same way we knew world star was the shit back in the day you know, you went for the world star just for certain things and then it became gossip and all that other stuff. Same way you knew Breakfast Club was certain, you know, you, you went for certain interviews and that type of stuff. There isn't a niche defining moment or niche defining territory for dark country. You are creating it now with, was it Onyx Radio? Onyx Country Radio. On, on, you are creating it now for Onyx. Even the name says Black Country. Onyx is just another way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad at that, you know. That's and that's clever. But and I think that the same way that we are getting appreciated for by the artists that are over here in country rap, you would get that same love for everybody that is black that is doing country. Now, but I think they would be 
more grateful if you did not play one of those big people um, the same way you did on WRFG. You didn't play any of them big ass people. You play all unknowns and lesser known artists to give them exposure so they can help grow their brand. Well, I think you should you should duplicate that same formula. I agree with that, but right now because the genre is so small, it won't be enough. Like right now, right now in building in building the playlist, in building the playlist, I'm only fifty songs in. I don't. I I think that's because, but. You just said something. I'm gonna stop you right there because okay, okay. You said something like there couldn't be a country rap report for dark country. It couldn't be because it's not enough and it's not consistent enough. I don't, I disagree. The the numbers don't, the, the numbers say different, bro. But but but, 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 but this, we thought this, this, we thought this. the same thing when we started this stuff because we this, couldn't though. find content. Let me say this. Okay. If you would be interested, and in just because you threw it out there, we could create a reel. With a reel. And then they got the YouTube shorts. Uh-huh. For what? What are you talking about? For the dark, for like a dark country. You said something about we could do dark country. We could just do one song. Make it a short. I'm, I'm okay with that. Make it a short. Because, bro, it's not enough. No, but if we can't do it, though. We're going to do it. You need somebody white to talk about black country. I'm, I'm being totally honest. They would, they, they would, they wouldn't be as consistent as us. Well, they would have to. I would. Okay, maybe we need to add a third person, and then we would talk about it. But it, that that third person, there needs to be a white face to talk about country. We can talk about hip hop all day because it's authentic. Yes. We grew up with the shit. Yes. You know, you are a historian, and I've made it from an artist, DJ, and producer standpoint. But we, we, this part of the we don't know country. I'm not even going to lie. I, and I have no ambitions on learning the shit, but I want it to grow just because it is people that needs to hear these other people's voice. Well, like, well, Carl envisions a station one day, and that station will house country rap and dark country. And that station with those, those listeners are the same people. Yes. So, yes. I thought, hey, man, I there is no work other than right now dumping songs. And you know me, I'm like, okay, hey, what a great way to sell both. Even though it's two different stations as far as an app is concerned. What right. a great way to let people know about the Country Rap Report. You, anyway, no, no, no. okay, so I said all that to say, um, if you get an opportunity, check out Onyx Country Radio. But in doing oh, my research... I want to be in on that, yes, for sure. Okay, in doing my research, I came across this artist. And her name is... Chianti. She, thank you. Because you know yeah. I was going to butcher that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to butcher. And the name of this record is Big Old Wagon. <laughs> now, Chianti. Chianti. Chianti <laughs> has a huge following. Huge. I can believe that. I can believe that. I didn't research it, but I can believe it. Huge. Like 17,000 followers on Instagram. Nice. Um, let's talk about this record. Big old way. Big old yeah. way. Let's talk about Shianti first. But instead of talking about the music, let's talk about her first. Because she's, she's, her personality. When I watched this video, I'm not even going to go into the video review right now, but when I watched this video, I went and watched other videos. She is a personality. 
Yes. You you have to watch this video. When you get done with this, watching this show, ladies and gentlemen, click on the link and please watch our video because it is worth it just for personality alone. Sh- sh- uh, Shianti is 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 big boned. She thick now, uh, but but she don't she don't <laughs> she don't hide it not one bit. And that is what I love about her because she ain't she ain't trying to cover up some stuff. Or be like, you know, maybe I shouldn't wear this, or maybe I shouldn't present myself because she, you know, I'm I'm too big for that. Now, she like, you know what? This is my body. I'm comfortable. I'm finna present it however I want to with it. And if y'all don't like it, then f you, you know, because I'm finna I'm finna show my wagon. I'm finna bounce my wagon out here, and I and I love that. Like that is that is that is the best attitude to have when you are doing this type of music uh in in front of these type of people like you got to have that confidence and she got it 1000 percent. and you know whatever you plan on doing in the future as long as you have that confidence you will succeed so so keep doing what you're doing she wants to do a collab first of all did she make you think of lizzo no she 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 gave me a um she gave me a comedic vibe you know and i couldn't even there's nobody that i can she just was funny her personality was just so she made me think of Lizzo. I, I didn't get a Lizzo vibe. I didn't get Lizzo, Lizzo vibe. done country rap. She made me think of Lizzo. Um, okay, I can see that. I can see that. Um, see actually, that. in the video, um, the only thing I really had about it, I really was digging Dominique um Hammonds, the um the violinist. Yeah. The, the only part about Dominique, Dominique seemed a little too happy to be around these women. <laughs> Cause he was just <laughs> he like goddamn Bojangles. I can believe, yeah, yeah. Well, half of them was, you know, they were dropping them wagons now, so yeah. I can I understand why he was cheesing like that. Like, oh hell yeah! Now, my question to you, and I actually I, I strongly advise everybody to watch it. Um, I didn't see anything wrong with the video. It gave me Lizzo vibes. Um, I'm not sure if this was just a one off for her when it comes to country rap, uh, because she has a project that I will be checking out soon. Um, I didn't like the old McDonald part in the video. I didn't they, they actually played it, and it, I, I thought that went it went cheesy for that, a couple that, seconds. That made me feel that gave me country grab money grab feels. Well, both of her two songs that I saw that she has videos for, they were I think there might be a month or two apart, and they're distinctly different vibes, but it's still fun loving, and I just want to have fun and put that type of energy out there. So I don't know what her true sound is. And the, the positive part about it, she wrote and produced all of her stuff. Yes. You know, so she made the beats on these. So if, if I'm talking about production value, then it's all going back to her too. Not, this is to have, in 2021, there's not a lot of Black females producing. There's not a lot of females producing, period. But there's not a lot of Black females, for sure. In any genre. Uh, yeah, for sure. For sure. And she 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 she's holding it down. Like, go on, big girl. You got it. Go big girl, what you gonna do? No. Keep keep doing what you're doing because it it if it ain't working right now, it will work because like we were just talking about with country rap, what we were just talking about with dark country, there is an audience out there that wants to see people that look like them doing things in the public eye. This is why Lizzo won the way that she did because she was a big girl and was confident in herself and was like, you know, what? I'm a big girl and I ain't trying to hide it. Fuck it. All the big girls around the planet was like, oh, go ahead, go on, girl. I see you and and we're instant fans. You can ride that same coattail and jump on and, and pull them fans in just by getting out there. But you got to do a little bit more 
advertising and marketing with what you're doing. And don't get off a song so fast because this song came on after the thanging <laughs> video and the thanging thanging was the bomb too. Like, bro, you you could you could be pushing both, but then you're in two different demographics, which means you got to have two different budgets, which could conflict with schedules and you know radio formats, et cetera, et cetera. But I I love what she's doing. Whatever she is, whatever's next, I subscribed. I liked. I I hit the bell. I need to see all of that. Like, come on with it. Now you know what I would love to see happen. What's that? Just because it's different. What about if Shianti was on Mako? That would be insane. Because with their production value down there and the way that they're turning out stuff, yeah, that would that would be that would be ignorant. Yeah. Cause she got the personality. Just like she got hard targets personality, but she's just a big old black girl. You know, you but imagine, she's funny though. She's funny as hell. Imagine the energy in a video between Shianti and Savannah Dexter. I don't know because girls become combative when in the same room with other girls. So I don't know. I don't know. But, and maybe I'm maybe I'm thinking because Lizzo just did the song with Cardi B. So I don't know. Maybe okay. I, don't, I don't know. But I mean, it, it could be some sort of WAP situation. Like it worked for them. You know, it could work over here with her. Amen. You never know. Mako, Shianti's out there. Y'all take a look at her. See, you know. Shianti's major. Yeah. I don't think she, she I'm not saying that Mako isn't, but Shianti is a signing by Warner Brothers or Sony on Sly if she wants to do this in this space. But if she wants to do dark country, she's that's country rap. Um, I don't know. I don't know what her, her space is, but whatever it is, stay confident in yourself and keep putting it out there. All right. Moving on real quick. Spotlight of the show. Project Spotlight. Maybe maybe I need to hit a horn. Maybe I need to just text you before you say it. All right, man. Project Spotlight of the show is a gentleman we actually reviewed the first single off this project, but I went back and listened to this project and it's really, really dope. It's by Mr. Caskey. And the name of this project is Fine Art. All right. The project was released May 21st. It was only 10 songs, and 10 seemed to be the magic number. A lot of artists are doing 10 songs. It's only 33 minutes and 31 seconds. Now, oddly enough, Caskey only has one feature on this project, and it was Tony Chalk. And I'm not sure if Tony Chalk wasn't the person who actually done the production, mm-hmm. or because I, he's on every song, so he might just be the producer. But okay. again... Caskey made me become a fan by doing the joint project with Yellow Wolf, and it made me listen to Fine Art, which I thought was really dope, and you guys probably will too. Okay. All right. All right, man. A quick recap. We started everything off with The Real Young Swag with Paranoid. Then we had Country Cody with Bourbon Breaks. Then we had Your Boy Dirty <laughs> with Sorry for Being Me. And we ended all with Chianti with Big Old Wag. Big old wagon. She got a big old wagon. <laughs> All right, man. Y'all, please, please, please subscribe to the channel. Hit that like button. Hit that notification button. Make sure you visit Country Rap Report for all your country rap needs. That way you can check out the Country Rap Tunes playlist. Actually, I changed the name to Country Rap Report playlist. But you told, I probably changed it back because you say you like the name Country Rap Tunes. Um, yep. And you can see all the videos. There's a link. Everything. Everything. I ain't got to tell y'all. Y'all should already be on business and check out the website, man. Okay? All right. That's all I got for him, man. 
Y'all check out Honest Country Radio if y'all just want his more dog country. Well, we're gonna we're gonna put the link on the website. Just shoot oh. me the yeah, shoot me the link today so I can add it to the website. Dog I gotta update it. Country. Dark country. So yeah, man. That's Girl, probably man. gonna be um that's gonna be the Norman North title of his EP, his next EP, FYI. That's all. I'm okay with it. <laughs> now look, check this out. I want the world when they close the book on Spank and Big XL. No matter what the genre, no matter how far back you go. Oh, hold on, let me say this. Wobble is four times platinum, bro. When did that shit happen? Mr. Somebody Kyle, submitted it? I don't know. Mr. Kyle Paul just told me, we had a phone conversation earlier today, and he told me it was four times platinum. Four times platinum. Well, it's been in the chart since it came out, bro. I'm just, I just. And it, but it's, it's not on the chart chart, though. I don't know. He just told me he could. It was just a little rant. He didn't call me to tell me that. Um, he called me and wanted me to get involved in some business with him, which I'm probably going to pass on. And um, yeah, man, you're gonna make me renew my billboard just so I can check on the he chart. Said, but he said, "Why was four time platinum?" We we get the chart. We get the uh, uh uh uh. My wife told me I need to um get get one made. So you know, ain't nobody again. I giving. I'll pay for it. I'll pay for it. Yeah, but hey, man, four time platinum, man. Is is Miss Carla Park getting one? He ain't said that. I like to say he called me on some other shit. He wants to write a book and he wants some assistance. Well, he needs to put that book and turn it into an NFT. Uh, and yeah, that's something we talk about when we get off here. But yeah, I, I passed on that because I also got a call from Grant Hustle this week, who's trying to write a book, who wants some assistance. Don't get, don't, don't pass. Don't, but all of them need to be taking them books no and making time, them digital, bro. What? This is the same dude that was telling me we need to move this mobile museum and go on the road. We're going to make the time, well, especially if it's about money. Well, Grand Hustle called this week and they want to create a coffee table book about trap music. And they want me to author it. Or they want need, my assistance in authoring it. We need lots of pictures. Well, they, I guess they got the pictures. They need the words. Okay. And then Mr. Collie Park wants to write a book, I guess, on his life. I'm name dropping because people say that we don't deserve to be here. <laughs> name drop away, fam. I, I wouldn't turn those opportunities down, though. And, you know, the wife is like, man, why do y'all always call me? Bro, my wife, when she met um, West 10, because and she's been around other rappers in core hip hop, she's like, they're different. You know, and I was like, yeah, they they, they actually listen, one. And two, uh, they're not about, you know, pulling on their own dick, you know, to, to, just to be like, oh, it's a pissing contest, like, which is what mostly core hip hop is. They are about content. They're about production. They're about actually putting out good music for the fans. Like, that's what that's why we're here, because there's still integrity here. And before the industry comes in and rapes them of their dignity, we want to be a part of building up some talent. And hence why Dark Country needs to. We need to drag dark country. Yes, bro. Yeah, yeah. So you don't know how long I fought Norman North on that. Amen. This was years, bro. And finally, he was like, "You know what? Forget." It. You know, he's managed by uh, Morgan Whalen's manager. They have the same manager. You know what's funny? You mentioned Morgan Whalen. Morgan Whalen was just um, in Rome, and my son and I went to the um, Morgan Whalen show. And I was pissed. I'm like, "How you gonna go to a country show that only take me?" <laughs> wow. I mean, I, I'm changing my name. 
So what? Young Django. Young Django. <laughs> what? No. 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 <laughs> XL, AKA Young Django. AKA Young Django. We're going gonna to put that. I haven't, I haven't watched the movie. But I know I've seen it? clips. I've seen clips. No, I have not watched it. No. Um, speaking of, everybody out there, because I am a, um action figure collector, African-American action figure collector. And I'm not racist, so y'all don't think that. I'm just all about restoring some form of heritage. Um, there was a Django action figure that was released and a freaking NCAACP boycotted. Wow. Yes, we be doing some crazy stuff. Now, I ain't gonna say we, because I'm not in no damn NCAACP. But <laughs> how I'm pulling off the shelf, bro. Wow. Was it racist? Did it did it have the, the noose no, around him or something? No, it had Django, Jamie Foxx. Hmm. But after the movie came out, they felt like the concept of that. You know how we get. How we get. They pulled it. Now the dogs are worth like 800 bucks. Nice. Yeah, I'm trying to get one so bad. I keep telling my wife I want one for Christmas. She, she's like, I'd rather get you two pair of Jordans. <laughs> she's like, I can't see myself paying that kind of money for a trophy. So. Wow. Django. Young Django. Well, I'm not young. But. Young Django. No. All right, man. I'm saying, we, you know, it's time to get up out of here, man. My feet are cold. The studio is cold. My feet are cold. So, yeah. Oh, no. How was it being with them, man? It was great, man. Um, both times. It was, y'all, it like, was... y'all like y'all ate an old country buffet, did y'all? We ate a Cracker Barrel. Yeah. Well, I just made a post about the the meeting though, because what was what was cool was uh, while we were there, there was a fan that recognized him from I'm his. I'm dead ass. His, there was a fan that recognized him from his uh, Memphis Underground days, um, and and the fan came up and was like, "Hey, are you? Uh, was it K KC something? It's I talked about it, but I well, I tagged the fan in the in the picture. It, it was one of those moments, like you know what he would have never. That fan would have never met him had he not stopped here to meet with us uh, and just sit around and talk music, you know. Did and you now that fan about the country rap report, no, the fan with the uh, Paul did. Okay, Cause I did, I just sat back because I just that experience. I've been there. Like I've when I was DJing, it was good. When when I was an artist, it was even even better. But you know, to somebody to recognize your art and be like, "Hey, bro, aren't you such and such?" Like that shit. That's, that gets you in here, you know. So I, I stepped way back and just started taking pictures and video. Like I know he's gonna remember this day because this is, this is that. Not only will J.K. remember it, but so will the fan. The, the fan now met somebody that he would probably thought he would never meet and be in the same room with. But you know, he came up to him and was like, "Hey, bro, you know." And they chopped it for like fifteen minutes. They were talking about Memphis music. I need to. Oh man, I need to talk to him just because I need. I need his number anyway. I'm gonna have to get his number because I might need somebody to put together a weekly show on um, Honest Country Radio. Well, we're we're gonna we need to set up a date so we can re- interview both of them, uh, Papa and well, interview the group. But they got an interesting story, and I think you would like it because they have serious Memphis roots. And I didn't know, I don't know Memphis roots, but they were throwing some names out. I was like, you know, all the names you just mentioned, Vic probably know all of them. Um, I was I didn't get really into hip hop until Booty Shake, you know. What, Memphis had a serious underground cult following. Well, he's got fifty albums, fifty albums. Like I know, I was like, bro, what you doing? He's like, bro, I, I put out album after album after album. 
and 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 it was all in that time span, like tapes. We ain't talking about CDs. We talking about DJ tape Trick time. or what was his name? It was man. You know what? We're gonna save it for the interview. We're yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be it'll be good to learn in there because they they got history, and it's hip hop history, real hip hop history, not country rap history. Uh, but and I think you would appreciate them as a group because they're not only hip hop historians for their culture and for trying to pervert, preserve Memphis music, but um, they all of that influenced their country rap side, and it, you can hear it in the production. Now, with that being said, I'm gonna close the show on this. That reiterates what I said on the review on the episode. That they, because they're your favorite group. Three six mafia. Yes, they are. <laughs> yes, they are. Because they they are were around and they were yes. super heavy influence. Yes. I heard it when it came on. Now it makes sense. Yeah, now it makes sense. All right, man. That's it. Your boy Big Excel. It's your dude Spank. We are the Country Route Report. Thank you guys for checking us out and continue to check us out. And again, salute to all our first and last time viewers. Till next time, y'all. Peace. Peace.